0: Hello and welcome back, Boneheads. This is Rich, and I am joined once again by Ben. Hey, everybody, welcome back. On today's episode, episode number eight, we'll be talking about the Birmingham Brawl. Uh, We'll be talking Undead Part 2, Spike 4, and the usual news, games, and star players. Okay, over to news. What have we got this week, Rich? Not a lot. Not a lot. I know we've been away a little while. Well, Um, it is Christmas. It is Christmas. Real life takes over. Work gets in the way. Um. However, the undead team, which we're going to be speaking about a little bit later from Games Workshop, has come out since we last recorded. Yeah, I still haven't got mine in the post yet, but should be should be here tomorrow, which school. cool. yeah, I wasn't going to get it, but <laughs> I I'm probably going to be turning mine into a Kenry team. Um, as and when I may or may not buy it. Don't listen to that Natalie. Two boxes for Christmas? Two boxes potentially for Christmas. See that's not bad. I mean discount seller, that's what thirty six pound plus postage, like forty quid you've got yourself a chemry team. Great yeah. models and a load of them. And the dice. The bone yeah. dice. But I digress. I digress. Um so the team will obviously come out. Um Bones and the Spike, Bone Dice even, and the Spike magazine. Um has all come out, but we're gonna go into that in a bit more detail in a little bit. Um however, there's one thing on um, Kickstarter which isn't the team. It is a stadium option. So, there is a, a company called Kikonomicon, I think, look like they're a Spanish company, are uh, releasing two types of pitches a blitz and roll and a blitz zone. Both of them w- can be carried in cases. One of them is like a over the shoulder, almost briefcase style, and um, the other one is sort of a, a half version of that. The, the blitz zone one is the bigger one, uh, the like sort of the carry case style. Um, it's a digitally printed field and you can choose a design and a square size, whether you want the old size pitch or the new size pitch. It comes with a scoreboard, throwing templates, fame counters and a weather token, as well as dugouts, foam trays for storing your minis, two balls and a 3d6 and 1d8. So that's Blizz Zone and Blizz and Roll Fantasy Football by Kekonomicon. Yeah. That's B-L-I-Z-Z-O-N-E. And Kekonomicon is K-E-K-O-N-O-M-I-C-O-N. Yeah, so the the big one's more of a a, a semi permanent feature, I suppose. You can take it wherever you want, but likewise, if you want it set up, it does come with um uh, like the scoreboard that stands up with bits and pieces like that. It's oh, a more so it's the permanent big feature. MDF. Yep, I think it's all made out of MDF. Yeah, um, laser cut MDF, and then you've got the so blitz zone is is the portable one, yeah. They're both portable. Oh really? So one of them is is larger. It's like a it's like um, super three D with terrain. Yes. Yeah. The second one is Blitz and Roll, so it's actually like a it's a map. You roll it up, put it all in, and it goes in the case with it goes the size in the case. So and it's the uh, score bits. That's really quite cool. It's a more flexible version. Um, it's got everything as above same components, same dice, everything else. Um, there's also uh, an option to be able to get additional scenery. Um, so you can get um, stands and turrets and things like that um, as part of it to, to increase your, your more permanent sort of aspect of the game. They've got a number of um, pledge levels from €7 Euros just for the dice and up to €299 Euros if you want like a, an all-in-one wonder package um, with a blitz zone. I, to be fair, I quite like them. Yeah, this looks really good. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, it's nice to see something where you don't just have... It's either a map or it's a solid um, stadium like James has got. Yeah. Um, you've got that middle ground. It is making it portable, but by the time it's folded out, you could quite easily just have that sat on your desk or sat in a uh, hobby station somewhere ready to go. The crowd stands are really cool. They're great. Yeah, with canopies and things. Yeah, exactly. And they've got a number of stretch goals um, if they get to unlocking stage, which I don't doubt they will. They're most of the way there with another month or so to go. They don't include pass and throw templates. They're using that as a unlock for a stretch goal. Oh, fair enough. And so that will need to come into it. But there's going to be options for more scenery. There's a miniature, big guy tokens, that type of thing. To be able to add to it or unlock. That's part of your, your initial pledge. I'm not a huge fan of the dice. They've mixed yeah. D6 with block dice. They're okay. They're it's, okay. They're bit, the design's a bit confusing, I think. Yeah, it, it's no. a bit too busy for me. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, there's hundreds and hundreds of block dice out there at the moment anyway, so yeah, it's not not the end. No, not the end. I think if you're looking for like a, a basic stadium, it obviously comes with the dice anyway, but you're looking at around about €90, Euros, so... With the with Brexit going on, about three hundred quid, I think. Um, <laughs> uh, but no, for about ninety quid, up to like I said, around three hundred if you want the the all singing and dancing one. Okay, so those dice, oh, that's such a clever idea, but it is just too a little bit too stylized and a little bit too detailed. Yeah, yeah, that's a really clever idea though. It's, it's nice to see something different. Yeah, but I would get myself so confused rolling them. Plus, you know, you don't want to be like. Everybody knows skulls are ones. You don't want to have a skull and a one. It just doubles the That's just upset, Yeah. It. <laughs> <laughs> You're just asking for double the pain. Yeah. Rolling ones and skulls at the same time. Thanks for yeah, compounding the problem. Yeah. That's the, well, looking really good. They're at 4,300 out of a 5,800 target with 27 days to go. And yeah. I think that's cool. Yeah. I don't think they'll have any trouble. But it's nice to see something that's um, that is a bit more portable. It's portable. It's different. It's not too expensive. Well, no, I mean I spent that on my mat. Yeah, I mean the mat's brilliant. That's the mat from um. From Maelstrom. 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 Maelstrom yeah, yeah, really good. This looks really good. Yeah. So yeah, so have a look if you're looking for a if you're looking for a stadium type, type of pitch, definitely have a shifty because it it will probably do what you want. Brilliant. Is there anything else going on? Um, only our new competition. Go for it. So we I I posted up recently uh, about the the prospect of potentially having a mini painting competition. I didn't give away anything else other than that, but just a bit more creativity. We were thinking about everybody choosing a Blood Bowl Mini. doesn't matter what one you like. It doesn't matter if it's third party, games, workshop or otherwise. But paint it in a Christmas theme. So just one model. One model. Looking Christmassy. Looking Christmasy. And Blood Bowl related. Blood Bowl related. It so has to be a Blood Bowl Mini. So can we have cheerleaders? Yeah, why not? Yes. Cheerleaders, assistant coaches. So I can paint Zarbag as a coach slash wizard Put in a Christmas theme. 100%. Oh, that'd be cool. 100%. So, um, what's the deadline for this one? I, I, We're going to go for two weeks from the release of this. So, we're looking at the 30th of December. So, you will have two weeks to choose your mini, paint your mini, post your mini. And then we will get multi-award winning painter, Ian, to make the decision. And we can announce at the beginning? And we we'll announce New Year's Day. Fabulous. I'll tell everybody New Year's Day. I love it. What we haven't discussed... Is a price it's the price ah. so the um, games workshop have got the new blood on the pitch blood on the s- snow blood on the snow blood on the snow pitch the let's new, go the new old winter pitch yeah the one they released last year and then it disappeared and it seems to have come back again we will get one of those and post it out to you just for painting a mini yeah, doing brilliant. something a bit different so get your entries in by the 30th so that we can mark them or well, so we can get Ian's opinion of them so he can judge them on the 31st Um, Ian, if you're listening, you're going to be judging on the (laughs) 31st, and uh, we'll announce the winner on the 1st, and we'll talk about it on the 1st podcast of next year. 100%. Absolutely brilliant. Beautiful. Okay, so games, gluing, buying. Rich, what have you been playing recently? (laughs) Um, Again, I've been playing a lot of uh, Blood Bowl 2. I mentioned that I started playing Kemri on Blood Bowl 2 in our last episode. And I've continued to do that, and I'm on roughly a 50-50 rage quit ratio, <laughs> where they rage quit and yeah. I get angry. I've seen a lot about that in the, uh, the Blood Bowl community on Facebook. It's, it seems to be quite rife in Blood Bowl 2. It really is at the moment, and it's unfortunate. I, I understand it from possibly my play type. I'm learning to love fouling with Kenry, but it's Ooh. also a necessary endeavour with Kenry. When you play competitive, you, you have to expect that. And it's actually a lot easier to be fouled by a random person on the internet, or to foul a random person on the internet, mm-hmm. than it is to foul someone in your group. Yes. And plus, with the amount of games you can get in on BB2, it's also less. Also, you know, it takes six months to get a player up to level five in tabletop. Yeah. It take, like a week. Yeah. To get up to I mean, fun. I can play two or three games a night. That's it. And um, it it's been frustrating. But likewise, I've really enjoyed playing them. They've got no edge to them. Like it's two edge across the board other than Team Guardians on one. And but I've just really enjoyed it. Um so I've had I've had fairly good success on that to be honest. I've got a winning ratio, a winning record with my with my Team Kings. So Games Workshop released an undead team and, and you decided to start playing KEMRI. Yes. <laughs> but th- I, th- I think I started I decided to start playing KEMRI before I'd seen the actual models. You you did, you did. And then it came out and I'm like, oh <laughs> that could actually work. I think I made the realisation about a week and a half ago that I could probably make a Kenry team out of it. So what is it? Is it the full strength five guys? Is that what is that what the, the allure is? Or is it the Do you challenge know what? They... I like the challenge of not being able to pick the ball up, because you pick the ball up and it's a genuine delight, particularly in pouring rain. If they had no big guys, that team would essentially be a tier three team, wouldn't it? Oh, 100%. They're just big stunties. Yeah. yeah They've that's... all got regen, though. Yeah, I mean, what's their armor seven, I suppose. So, so all the skeletons are seven. So the standard skeletons. Seven blitzer is eight. Yeah. That makes sense. And then the big guys are nine. But yeah, I'm really enjoying them. So I'm probably going to build them and run them next year in a potential tournament that I may be running. Ah. We'll talk about that closer to the time. I've got an idea of what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> could be good. Could Potentially. Could be good? Um, but other than that, tabletop, I had three horrendous games with the rooks. <laughs> Three horrendous games, so if I don't say it, Ian would definitely mock me for for ignoring it. So the rooks are your human team? Rooks are on a human team. Um, most of them are now part zombie, part skeleton. Um I played Ian no, I played Milton, who who is This is his orcs? With his orcs. His orcs are a very hard hitting team. Yep, and I lost a couple of players to I lost I, I oh, think two guys. Ace Lightning died in his first game. Yeah. To be fair, he fouled a black orc off the pitch but... he kind of deserved it that's worthwhile Um, so he died and then I think he that was it he gave me minus one movement on my already minus one movement strength four blitzer so I lost him for my game against Ian so he's now movement four strength no he's movement five movement five strength four he's basically become a lineman that's not too bad he's got dodge as well though so he's uh, has he got mighty blow or guard one of uh, yeah guard and mighty blow guard mighty blow dodge yeah see he's fine he's going to be alright but he's um yeah, it was it was a bitter pill to, to swallow. End of the game too all. But it was it, that was a fair result at the end of the day. We both worked hard on that. Milton's built a really strong orc. Everything's got garden team. block. Yeah. Everything's got garden block. It was just horrendous trying to work it out. I can see uh, I can see in the next season him just carnaging in way to a victory really in could. the next cup. You really could. Cool, so that was Milton's Orcs. Milton's orcs, and then I played Ian's Amazon's and he killed Ace Lightning, and he killed my other Strength Four Blitzer. Oh no! So I ended up having a decimated team. No wonder you're playing Cambry. Just <laughs> just take that you out. Run out strength on the human team. Um. So yeah. So I had I had dire luck with them. So I decided to reinstate the the Renegades. Oh, I love the Renegades. Um. And so far, I'm three wins out of three games. So this is their second season. It's the second it? season. So you started off and you've got some skills on there. I had a. Orc with Foul Appearance, I had my Ogre with Break Tackle and Guard. That's brilliant. And I had my, my beautiful Minotaur, Mirus Bloodhorn, with Claw, Block and Jump Up. That's I've just given weird. him Jump Up, he came yeah. in with Claw and Block. Given him Jump Up? I've given him Jump Up, because if he's down on the ground, yeah. he can still jump up and blitz on a five, on five movement. All he's got to do is pass wild animal. He'd also be able to block from the standing. Yeah, on from, a three plus, yeah. That is that is pretty good. Is that not better than? Is that would Juggernaut not have been better? I or tackle tackle not so much. I don't think. I don't think I would. I don't have him in within a tackle zone if I can help it, because he's only got armor eight. Yeah. And if he goes down, he's stuffed. So I would. I don't think tackle would have ever been something that would have been much use to me because I rarely would have left him alongside a player. So he wouldn't have ever been marking. No, but no. still, it's really good for hunting down. Um, Elves <laughs> catchers. It's great for hunting down catchers yeah. and amazons. That's true. However, if if Jump Up is going to win you the brawl with him more often than that Jump Up has been really successful. That's ad. So he's got really what? Successful. Two, three doubles. He's got th- oh, yeah, my three doubles have been three, three doubles. Lord. So he's what? Nearly four hundred. <laughs> he's. I want to. No, He'd be about two fifty, won't he? Two forty. Yeah, so two forty or so. Um, and he's up to. He's. He's. he's Approaching 51 SVP to go up another level. Oh, brilliant. He's got 12 casualties and a touchdown. Yes, you got the Mino touchdown. Mino touchdown, and that was nerve-wracking. I was there for that. You were there I for was, that. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> Everyone was egging <liking> that on. <laughs> Other than that, I haven't played anything against Randall. Oh, which is upsetting. But we did go to Birmingham. We did indeed, and we'll, we'll, we'll talk through our experience there a little bit later on. Uh, so I played... I don't know what I played, actually. In the last couple of weeks, I did a bit of practice with Birmingham. I ran my ogres, got them back into the league. Um, I was a good fun. I played James Goblins. So James brought uh, James is, um, we call him the Dwarf Lord, um, <laughs> because he absolutely has built an incredible Dwarf team, won the last season at our local club. Um, and he's gone for something a little bit more challenging this, this time around. He's bought himself a Goblin team. He, he played uh, against a new guy, Ben. And and absolutely loved the um, the goblins. The goblins. So he's got the new goblin Deflatriots. New goblin Deflatriots. Which is Brilliant. So anybody who follows American football, uh, <laughs> you're all welcome for Grop that name. Grot Brady is their <laughs> <of> the This is Star <laughs> Troll. So I played. I brought out the ogres and I played against him. He'd already. He was. I think it was a two. two he won two games out of three with goblins, which Something was like awesome. That, yeah. And uh, yeah, pulled out a one-one draw. It was good fun. Um, got a lot of casualties. Levelled up a lot of ogres. That was fun. Hmm. And then uh, I got one game in with the Skaven against Milton, who normally runs Orcs, but was there to play Age of Sigmar. I didn't get a chance, so he borrowed Widolf team off Rick. So he built a brand-new Widolf team, playing against my almost 1.5 million TV Skaven. And he bought a Halfling Chef and Jordel Freshbreeze? Breeze? No, 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 Eldra Sidewinder. That's it, Eldra Sidewinder, who did really well, actually. I was impressed with him. He wasn't amazing, but... He gave him an extra skilled player that, that pulled it off. And oh going into the second half I was two one down. I thought this wow. is gonna be an upset. However, I got super lucky in the second half with my with my injuries, it caused five casualties in two turns. Oh wow. And against Wood Elves that is just half the team gone. It's brutal, was yeah. not it? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I felt really felt bad for him. And I pulled up pulled out a three two with them. It was a really good game and Milton's brilliant with elves. I'm a bit worried. Uh, If he picks up games where comes out with a Wood Elf team, I think I don't think he'll stop himself from buying it. And then uh, I think that'll be really top of the league. That's completely different to what he's played before. Yeah, which is great. I mean, you see this with James, he was Dwarves, now he's Mm. moved to Goblins after playing a bit of Elves. You saw Ian, who was running Goblins, now he's playing Amazons. Mm. We've got a good variety. Yeah. Um, And I've got my Skaven, and I also run the Ogre's for a bit of Bash and Crash. Great fun. Yeah, really great fun. Modelling wise, I have been. Your boy's not going to listen to this, is he? No. No, no. he's not going to listen. So I've been, right. been painting up, yeah, Mason's scaven team, I've got your right ogre off you tonight. Yeah. So I can base that with the rest of them. That's great fun. I'm not convinced the blue I've got the right one, so I'm in the box games workshop. So um, that's quite fun. Still haven't finished off my dark elves, <laughs> but that's all right. Finish the ogres off, ready for the tournament. Yeah. The classic night before job again. Yep. Yeah, I think I, I it honestly, was good, though, I loved your bass. You didn't like it. I hate the base. The bass, but the thing is, the bass looks perfect for Noble. Yeah, that's what I was going for, but it looks different, and nobody likes change no you don't like changes <laughs> for, a, for, a, for a podcast where, that I'm involved in that all we like to do is muck about with the rules <laughs> I, I do not change I do like, not like changing my static grass I went with the dark green and I was like that'll look good Then I'll clash with the brown and make it look horrid and it does look horrid and it looks horrid doesn't look horrid it's <laughs> <He's> perfect <laughs> genuinely guys it's perfect but I did not win the painting competition so he was a bit yeah, disappointed with me how about you <laughs> what have you been hobbying um, I've been doing a bit on the forest goblins preparation for the stunty cup at the end of february have them in the car for you oh perfect yeah. but i've completed my first spider rider i saw that looks really good incy riding miss mucket <laughs> don't worry wincy is next <laughs> and you'll be riding charlotte from charlotte's web but yeah i've started then so um, this is this is getting ready for the stunty cup getting ready for the stunty cup for um manobol manobol which we're sponsoring Revenge of the Squig? Revenge of the Squig. Yeah, season two. So that's happening in Birmingham next February? February the 23rd. Um, If you're available, it's um, for stunty league teams and just regular stunty teams. Absolutely come along. and You just play a whole bunch of random teams. It's just great. It's fantastic. Absolutely great nonsense. We can't recommend it enough. We're we're sponsoring it because it is just a great Blood Bowl day. Yeah, it really is. It really is. So I have been doing that mostly, um, which has been great fun. So... I bought Zarbag's kit. Yeah, great, great kit. Yeah, so I've used um the shaman from that. Zarbag. No, I think he's gonna be my coach. This is the armoured guy with the fungus on his head. Yeah. That's the squig herder. Is he really a squig herder? Yeah. With the one with the the the, like the cooking pot on top is it? Yeah, he's all, armed. Ah, yeah. all right. Yeah. Alright, him. I'm using him as my shaman. Um in the in the goblin team. Fungus the, eater. Out on the pitch. Out on the pitch. So you're not using the shaman as the shaman? No. Oh my god. I know, I know, right? <laughs> However, I decided to take a star player, and I have kitbashed my star player from Zarbag's kit. So I'm going to be taking Trompa and Stomper, which is two squigs and seven strength, and basically a ball and chain without the secret weapon. That's awesome. So I'm taking him, and I've um, kitbashed it using the two squigs in Zarbag's, as well as an archer. I changed his hand, moved it so it looks like it's um, the the bow itself is a. There's a handle for a leash. Oh, brilliant. And I put a couple of uh, leashes. What base are you mounted them on? 40mm. Oh, it fits on a 40. Just. Oh, and he's um, he's riding a sledge. <laughs> that is absolutely brilliant. So I need to tidy up where the, the, the vines will come round and, and through. I've managed to put a couple of bits on. Are they vines or are they from dryads? They are from the... They're not dryads. It's from the tree board set. Ah, oh, brilliant. So it's just little bits and pieces, but they look more more spiny. So they looked a bit firm of something that can actually deal with a, that looks with a squig. So I'll, um, I'll hopefully try and green stuff some sort of vine to go around the rest of the boat to tie it all in. Yeah. But yeah, eat it. I love it, to be honest. I'm well tough with it. So I've got that going, and obviously the the couple of bits from the Arachnot crew, which are will yeah. gladly... Providing as well. So I brought to Club Line, but you weren't able to attend because all your boys weren't very well? No, he wasn't one at all. Given uh, that you were poorly the week before, sounds like your household has had a bit of a tough time. Well, mine had a bit of a cold, and I just felt like rubbish. Unfortunately little man was um was was providing the world with his insides last night. Ah, oh, bless him. But I did paint um a couple of my Chaos Renegades. I actually got onto them a bit. So I've started doing the Dark Elf. I've done everything but the highlights on my Skaven. And I've done another two humans. Ah, brilliant. So I'm building that up as well, which that's is nice. That's absolutely great. Well, team? that is basically everything for me. I mean, I've got myself my Christmas presents, which are my hand did team, and so that'll be good. And otherwise, not a lot, not a lot else going on. Ooh. Anything else with you? No. Not specifically. Um, I just want to play more Blood Bowl. I I need to play more Blood Bowl. I've got so many games to play in that league. Well, that's all right. We're going to go for the end of February, which gives us six regular sessions left which should be another oh, extra for yeah. me two yeah. or three games a week will be alright yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so it's, it's, it's almost Christmas time I'm a retail manager we've got four kids I have um, it's a very busy time for us I so tried forgive us for getting this episode out a little bit later than we yes. intended we wanted to time it just after Birmingham and then with Rich being sick and then with Ian being sick I sound like I'm sick but I think I'm okay but retail Christmas awesome fun Stay in school, kids. Um, <laughs> but we're back and uh, we'll do our first episode the first week of the new year. And we yes. should be back to a regularly scheduled programme. Okay, so over to our first topic. We're going to talk about the Birmingham Brawl. Yes. So Birmingham Brawl was a one-day tournament that Rich and I went to at Geek Retreat in Birmingham. That was it. So second time we've been to the Geek Retreat. Brilliant. Still loving it. Yeah. Run by a guy called Sean. Yeah, Sean. Well done. Fabulous. <laughs> um, who I mistakenly called Shane and then haven't been able to get right since. He ran the Stunty Bowl that we went to earlier in the year. Yeah, he Loved the it. Barnabas. He said, "Hey, got this proper tournament that's going on. You know do you want to come along?" So we did. So there was 30, thirty-eight in the end. Thirty-eight players for a one-day game. Were for a one-day tournament. Thirty-eight players. Really good. Yeah. So as a format, it was a three three game day yes started at uh, 11 o'clock 11 o'clock first game 11. o'clock so it was quite a long day all in all I mean we left about half seven we did got home about half nine something like that yeah I think it was about half nine yeah. half nine quarter ten not bad at all though to be fair so three games with basic standard standard scoring so there was a point scoring system which was 20 for a win 10 for a draw and then bonus points for touchdowns and casualties all three. Exactly. yeah um, I think that was about it wasn't it yeah yeah, that's the. Yeah. Run. I think that's all you need. It was a eleven hundred team no, value. Eleven hundred team value, and then your um, your free skill ups were based on the tier of your team. Yeah. So. so you could have five. If you were tier one, you had five normals. Yeah. Tier two is five normals on a double. Tier three was five normals on two doubles. Like me. So Rich, what did you take? I took humans. You I, took the rooks. I took the rooks, um, with delusions of grandeur. No, no, I had I had, um, quite high hopes for the day. Um, I ended up doing a couple of guys with guard, Another one was strip ball on my blitzers. I gave block on my ogre. That's good. And I gave um, nerves of steel to the catcher and accurate. I think it was to the passer. So humans were two two for that. Yeah. So you got your double. I've had a lot of stuff going on at work, which has just meant me to be quite angry most of the time. So I thought going to a tournament and losing while trying to play really well wasn't wasn't what I was after. And we got the new t-shirts made for the Bonehead we podcast. Did. So I wanted to go and just make some friends. So I thought the best way to make friends by playing Blood Bowl is to run Snotlings. Because the first thing you think when you're like, oh, I'm playing an Ogre team, is, ooh, casualties. Yes. Ooh, SPP. Ooh, touchdowns. Easy game. Yeah. So I went for a bit of glory as well. So you got the normal Ogres, you know, one champ with block. Use my double up on that. Some break tackle, a strong arm, a couple of guard, and then a Snotling with wrestle. I used my I used my double on him, calling yeah. And the the aim of the, the aim of the day for me was to get a three die up wrestle takedown using my snotling. Did you do? It? I didn't need a three die up because due to the rules of the the, the tournament, he actually got higher strength, so he turned into oh. a strength two wrestle snotling. That's awesome. It was brilliant, and he did actually sack a guy in the second game and bought me the win. Yes, I know. I was so chuffed. That's the way to do it. The special rules for it were that rounds one and two, your guys got upgrades, and rounds three, the ones you've got upgrades got affected. Yes. So the first round, mess with the bull. The so you pick yeah like you pick three players, rolled a D three, and that player got horns and frenzy for the remainder of the tournament. Was my catcher got it? Really? It did. Did nothing with it. Oh, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> my block ogre, Ian Smash. I named him after Ian, the award painter. <laughs> Um, friend of the podcast Um, so I end up with Horns Block Frenzy Mighty Blow Ogre wow it was brilliant so lucky with that one but you kept that onto round two and during round two so this was a D16 completely random player couldn't be the one from the first round but they got either plus one strength and juggernaut plus one agility and dodge or plus one movement and sprint yes so, you randomly generated the player. And then you choose which one. You chose which one. So, who got your second upgrade? My alignment got my second upgrade, and I gave him strength and juggernaut. Of course, you did. Strength for humans is kind of your bag. It really is my bag. Yeah. They died, but it's my bag. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ag 5 cutter runners died too. Um, I got the wrestle snotling. So, naturally, I gave him plus one strength and juggernaut. Yes. So, I had a strength two wrestling juggernaut <laughs> snotling fantastic um, yeah the guy was amazing well for a snotling he was amazing for a snotling he was amazing yeah he was yeah. an uber snotling touchdown he d- destroyed someone for the ball it was only a blocking, but yeah. doesn't matter no uh, it was really quite funny because I went to make the block and I was like oh this guy's strength 2 it's a 1 die block and the player I was playing was like yeah he is strength 2 isn't he yeah and we were both surprised which was great <laughs> which meant I too die I blocked him wrestled him to the ground ball popped out got the touchdown so in round 3 both those guys kept their rules yeah but they both had wild animal and animosity. Yes. How did that play out for you? No difference at all. No? No difference at all. My um, my catcher in round three in particular, um went off the pitch earlier, yeah. Ace Lightning suffered. He went out within by turn two in all three games. Oh, no. Just It was just unfortunate. You were um, cursed with that catcher. Oh, he died twice in the night. It doesn't, right? It doesn't matter. I'm a bit bitter about Ace. Well, I think it's um, probably because he's the most recently painted model really is. He's got lightning on his helmet. Like. That's it's, uh, there's a target. He's a target. Um, but yeah, so that didn't work out. The lineman, however, was great. Really useful. So my first round, having a Horn's Frenzy Ogre was brilliant. Yeah. Uh, the second round, having that was great. And then having a strength 2 snot thing that could go anywhere on a 2+, and then wrestle to the ground, also yep. really good for me. Round 3... The Wild Animal and didn't really count, because by turn two, I think, they were both out, knocked out, oh, really? stayed out for the entire game. That's quite handy, in a way. I meant I didn't forget to do it, Yeah. but I meant I didn't get to use my sweet skill-ups, but that's, I mean, these things happen. There is that. So, who did you end up playing against? I played uh, a guy called Tom in game one, and he is a friend of two drunklings. Yeah, lovely guy. He's a great guy. Spent quite a lot of time chatting He looked like them. a mixture of you and me. So he's a very handsome chap. He was a very handsome chap. Great um, beard. And a great team as well. Yeah, um, he played Half Links, and to be fair, he wiped the floor with me. My dice rolls were just atrocious for games one and games two, to be honest. Um, and, and he wiped the floor with me on game one. Did he win the Stunty Cup? He won the Stunty Cup. Good lad. But what The best thing about him winning the Stunty Cup was he actually bought a prize from two drunk flings for the Stunty Cup <laughs> and ended up taking it home with him. <laughs> there you go, back in the bank. That's, back great. In the bank. That's brilliant, but Yeah, Yeah, um, he was a great guy. Um, really knowledgeable about halflings as well. He, the, this wasn't the guy who picked up halflings and just decided to see what happened. Yeah, he knew what he was doing with them. I'm so impressed with halflings as, a, as a, just as a team. I'm, I'm getting a bit more love for them. I have I'm, to. Admit I'm not it. even convinced they should be tier three. They got to be closer to tier two. I think Kemry's more tier three. Uh, well, a, a neutral like a Pennyway That's another. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my, my first game was uh, was against wood elves. Um, Wonderful. Yeah, I thought okay, well. So you go into the tournament, I expected it to all be dwarves and wood elves. So did I. Um, and the first game was against uh, a young lad called Nathan, um, who had his wood elves. It was a really great match. Um, I nearly pitch cleared him. Oh. So, I don't know, it was about 17 nil going into the, first, the, second, <laughs> the second half. But I realised that the, the poor guy only had about six players left, so I just went to town. And it was there was block, foul, carnage, and I was left with a choice almost the end of the second half which was I can either score a glory touchdown yeah. or I can try and foul the last guy off. I went for the touchdown so I didn't quite get the oh. pitch clear. Um, or a big and in the night. Yeah, a couple of his knocked out players came back which meant he got to set up with four um, by nearly, and nearly won by default which would have been interesting. I mean, right. So that was that was really good fun. The great thing about Ogres at a tournament is you don't expect to win so when you score a touchdown you're like oh that's okay my, some of my yeah. knockout guys come back and I get more Ogre blocks on you. And wood elves have pretend armour. They do have. And that's coming from a snotling bear. It's paper, isn't it? Yeah. And, due to my list, I had like a million snotlings. Yeah. So, it didn't matter to me. No. Just it was brilliant. Uh, that blue heart with the former as well was good. <laughs> it was good. So, game two, who did you get? Game two, I played against, um, I'm really sorry, I don't remember your name... Um, but his naph name is Obsidian. Oh, this is the Chaos chap. Chaos chap. Yeah. Really, really nice guy. Really lovely chap. His first tournament. Yeah. It was his first tournament. Um, he seemed to enjoy himself, um, particularly against me. I think he won three or four him. Oh wow. Um, I, again, I just I had the the worst luck and the the dice rolls for me. Whenever I go to a tournament, just go out the window. I can roll sixes and powers all day long in the league. The moment I go to a tournament, it's skulls on once Yeah. See, we we, we we take his dice away from him and he <laughs> <the time. laughs> Um, but yeah, he was a he was a great guy. Knew what he was doing. Um, I managed to get his minor tour off, but it didn't stop him. Those those big strength four age three chaos yeah. warriors are just brutal, absolutely brutal. And um, the beastmen were great as well on his team. Yeah, they were. I had a couple that were levelled up really well. I yeah, I liked that. That was good. I ended up playing. So you go from the the, the loss, and naturally I ended up playing another stunted team. in yes. Round two, you know, loss for a loss. Uh, played a lovely guy called Tom who had a great. Goblin team, took Ripper, and it was just a big guy brawl. My ogres did a lot of damage, and so did my massive strength to do something. <laughs> Um I did win that game 2-1. He pulled off the turn eight, one-turn touchdown. He did a great job there. That oh, was just a great fun game. He had some awful luck. I had some brilliant rolls. I murdered most of his team but Ripper is a beast. I, we spoke about him yeah, you, in the yeah. previous and he really is good. We we advocate him now in the league for uh, any goblin team that needs, who's got that sort of level of uh, TV uh, inducement money available. Yeah. He's just phenomenal. He I couldn't, he was just too die-blocking like, my ogres everywhere naturally. Yeah. Um, and yeah, did a really good job on that, brought off a great one-turn touchdown. I just out-won the casualty war in the second because, just what well, he didn't have a lot of reserves because he went for Ripper instead of extra goblins. Yeah, yeah, really good game. Really enjoyed that. That's fun. And in round three, round three I played. Um, it's his name. I think was either Sean or Sam. I can't remember. I want to go with Sean. Um, his naf- um name is S Taylor 7 Um, he played Norse. One all draw. I managed to oh, to, to gain a touchdown and a win against uh, against the tournament. Against a tournament design Norse team, that's that's good work. Yeah, I mean, I, I to be fair, I struggled a little against him. He made the decision to, to number all his players. We we all had to number the players. I suppose the, the tournament rules. Every player had to be numbered. However, he then proceeded to tell me that he didn't say what language they had to be <laughs> um, put on, and his all his team were in Norse runes. So trying to work out who was who, who was here, and what he was doing was was an absolute. Pain in the in the in the proverbial. I have, so I just I gave up and blocked. Well, just, <laughs> just, just, just went go. for it and just decided to to just listen to him. It was alright It was, right. it was a, a decent match. It was fouling involved and we we both just realised that it. it was just it was just a bit of fun and go for it. But um, I got a touchdown. He got a touchdown. We fouled some people. We crowd surfed some people, and the yet Yeti went off the pitch. So yeah. I'm happy now. That's good. So I went into my third game having won a game and also having scored a touchdown against the Wood Elf team. So as far as I was concerned I had already won the tournament. You had. For me, I went to lose three games and ended up scoring touchdowns and winning one. And then I came against Obsidian, the guy you played in round two. It was a really close game. Some early casualties that never came back. I cannot roll kick Gab KO rolls. I can't <laughs> If a guy's knocked out, he might as well be in the bin for me. Um, so they just didn't come back and it was really close. He managed to put off, I think, a turn 14, 15 touchdown for 1-0 and my one-turn touchdown didn't didn't pan out. So I lost that game, but it was really well played and it was just a great day all in all. What did you think for the day as a whole? The, the, the setting, the I know, I rules love the pattern. Sack. The rules pack was great. I loved the rules pack. It was just it I, w- I didn't realize how much of an impact it could have on a game. But Although it, it didn't wasn't really work too for much. much. No, and Which that's was it. Excellent It done. wasn't too much to remember. It was a little bit of a little bit of spice, little bit of something interesting. You had the right amount of skill ups to go with that other one. Yes. That actually meant that it was very manageable. The rules were ramped up really well yep. without being too overwhelming. Um, yeah yeah the lunch was great because really nice. um, the geek retreat in Birmingham is a fantastic place to go yep and um, kept on top of it well yeah he's a great host he, he is a, a great big host. Big and host and i got to say him solo running a 38 man tournament yeah, was tough. serious effort um, because there were some slow playing players there
1: yes there were that did slow things down a bit and I yeah. did feel
0: for him yeah when you broach in to and last three hours for a game it's, yeah. it's getting a bit getting a bit on but yeah i, I for so the advocate any tournament he does, to be honest. The oh, man puts his heart and soul in it. But what I would say is I think it's okay to accept or to demand or require a higher standard of organisation from tournament players. Yep. So I went and I painted my team, and then I wrote the skills and the numbers on the, the size of the bases with a silver sharpie. Yeah. So this guy has block, this guy has garb, this guy has this. So that my opponent could see what was going on. Yep. There was a lot of... So of the, the people I played... One had numbered bases mm-hmm. that didn't correlate to the roster, which was quite confusing. So he doesn't work. So he had it for his tournament team. You know, this guy's 14, this guy's 13, but the only 11 players on his team. So it's like, oh, that's the lowest right. one. And then he put elastic bands on him to show the skills. Yep. It was really quite confusing. Right. Uh, so I was like, right, you go do this as a three-die block. Why is it three-die block? Because he's strength two. That's not actually the catcher. I was like, right, that's right. The catcher has, he's number 10. It's number four on the roster, but has the white elastic band. And then, wow, that's a bit much. I mean, I yeah. didn't, I didn't do with you. Did I didn't put anything on the basis? Yeah. I had. To, I ended up using loom bands from from yeah. uh, Sean. I think if you use loom bands, your team sheet has to has to have your reference. I think red band blitzer guard. I did that with this guy. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, when I did imported. it, I was just telling people, so they were aware yeah. they they can note it down themselves. So yeah. those two guys with green. I've got guard. The guy with the multicolored one's got whatever it was. I almost felt this is quite amusing for an hoka player, I almost felt at a disadvantage <laughs> because everything I had was laid out and obvious yep. and I kept kind of being blindsided by, right, he's got three elastic bands, which means he's got block, but this guy's got two and a half elastic bands yeah. and he's facing left, which means he's got guard. And it was well, just just a, yeah. just a couple it's of just bits a, that were a bit... Oh. Yeah, I I felt the same frustration... Probably not to that extent. With the room. Norse yeah. But he also hadn't marked anybody with their skills.
1: So nothing. That, yeah.
0: No loom bands. Nothing written down. Nothing at all. Not yeah. like even a piece of blue tack to say, this guy's got an extra skill. I know you do like putting blue tack on your bases it's handy and bits of tyranid oh, don't mock the tyranid that is a bit of tyranid to treat us to mark that someone's got minus one movement it's this guy is a journeyman because he has <laughs> a bit of blue tack on <laughs> a death yeah. um, so that was just just a bit that I thought ah oh, that was a bit a bit lacking now we're lucky at the club because we're actually quite actually this guy's leveled up he's here here's the team sheet and a lot of us write a little bit extra on the base. Yeah, that's it. So I think we're if, very if, open it, if we were to do a tournament, I'd get a load of base rings. Yep. And just be like, right, guys, write on your base ring. If you don't want to write on the side of your base because you're worried about painting over it, mark it appropriately. They yeah, new grid. stickers, aren't there? The Have stickers, you seen them? yes, they're fantastic. They're perfect. It was just a bit... That was the. I mean, of course, that's got nothing to do with the way the tournament was on. It's just no, to do no. with the players. But I think it's okay if you go into a tournament to be like, actually, you're not making it very clear because the capture and the bits are the same model Yeah. but one has a pale white elastic band one has a one's actually now a capture it was just a bit, yeah, a bit there's frustrating. too much going on you need to yeah. agree to work it out I agree but no. the, the way the tournament was run the amount of people the setting absolutely brilliant and, and hope he does another one next year yeah. Um, oh, sure great. if you're listening and you want a num- you know you want some people to support you to run it I'm happy to help you run it I'm happy to not play games and just to support That's run around and, and abuse people and tell them they're too slow you in want a polite and English manner <laughs> um, uh, but yeah because it was a great setting there were some great players Um, I mean after the first game we all sat down there was about half a dozen just people who yeah, it was ch- hadn't really met just having a great chat and ah, oh, c- couldn't it was nice be nice to here. hear it as part of the community as opposed to a bunch of guys playing games. It. And I spent the whole day trying to pimp out the Stunty Cup. Yes. Because I really want to get 20 players in that. That'll be awful because no one will know the rules and it'll, it'll just be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and there'll be elastic bands all Everywhere. over the No, it won't. You? No, you know what? I say we'll be <laughs> taking those stickers. I think we'll, we'll talk do. to Sean. Yeah. Take the stickers. No, absolutely. Great job. Birmingham was a massive success and yeah. I can't wait for our next tournament. Yeah, really can Okay, so the next topic, we're going to be talking about the bits and pieces from Spike 4 for Undead teams. Beautiful. So, we talked about Undead Tactics last week. We did. With Lewis, who, to be fair, has never won a game. He yeah, has but he is the most experienced. That's it, player. he's the most experienced, so at least um, we can learn what not to do. Just in case you, you didn't get that, Tom. That was the most <laughs> experienced, not the most successful. It was a very valid comment. It was a very valid comment. <laughs> but, 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 yes, so... Now, same old undead team, but there's a few new bits for them, including the star players and their, their wizard. So we're just going to briefly talk about what's in the Spike 4 for them with regards to inducements. So, the sports necrothurge. I don't know if I've said that right. I'm going to go with that. That's I what I would have with. Is, um, is a wizard inducement, 150k. I think they all are, aren't they? Wizards. Yeah. Yep. yeah. You can only have one wizard. It does say it can't be... Uh, used in conjunction with the Horatio Wizard Coach, Bob the way. Yeah, that which is standard. It's got two options. So instead of lightning bolt turning into a frog, that kind of stuff, hmm. it's got incorporeal, which is cool. So at the start of uh, any of your opponent's turn, before anything else happens, you pick a player and you roll a dice. On a three plus, it basically gets turned into a ghost. Yeah. Yeah. The player drops. Uh, basically, it gets no hands, so it drops the ball. It loses all its tackle zones. It's just fantastic. Isn't until. It? The start of your opponent's next turn. So they've got a ball carrier. Boom. On a three plus, the ball carrier Did you just boo? disappears. Did you boo? I think I boomed. Oh i really Boon. hope you booed. Boo. Boo, you turn into a ghost. Yeah, he gets he gets <laughs> he gets caspered, can't play yes. ball and just stands there. That's just brilliant. That could be really useful. Oh you know what, out of all of the wizard spells so far, that is by far my favourite. So I don't know if the so they've got the Zap, which is is that that's the frog one? And that's two plus, is that? Yeah. Yes, I think so. Okay, so in BB2 you've got the wizard you've got 4 plus fireball or you've got 2 plus lightning bolt. Yeah. The lightning bolt will knock a player out and get the ball out. Yes. Okay, but it can injure them. This one takes him out and his tackle zones out on a 3 plus. So I don't think it's as strong as the lightning bolt spell. No, I mean you don't have the option of removing them for the game. However and they can still run around they just don't have tackle zones. But can you imagine do you know what I see in this, right? So you've got so if you've got your dwarf player hogging the ball in the corner all by himself. Can you imagine whacking on that a spell, and <laughs> all of a sudden, dwarfy turns into a ghost, but, drops his ball. It <laughs> also can kind of work from an offense point of view if there's if you know there's someone who's in the way or you need to remove or, or do yeah. something with. So, for example, playing against a Nurgle, Beast, Tentacles, yeah. pop away the tackle zones. Everybody who's got to just went away from it. Yeah, that's, it. that's, that's um, fantastic. There are it? there are other ways to use it. So, yeah, really... I like that a lot. So, the second spell is really great, though. Van Halables, Dan's McCaber. Beginning of any of your turn, before anybody else does anything, you roll dice oh. on a 3+, plus, all Skeletal and Zombies on the pitch, so yours and theirs, get plus 1 Movement, plus 1 Agility, and plus 1 Armour until the start of your next turn. It could just be beautiful, couldn't it? It it makes them all. Edge three. All strength four. Yeah. Now all armor eight. I don't know. Or nine. I don't think that would affect the Camry team because their their guys are not called skeletons, are they? The ske- yeah, they have got skeletons. Ah, well, they've got skeletons. Blitzrars, throwers Tim Guardian. There you go. So their linemen get better as well. Yep. This will work for shambling undead uh, and necromantic. Yes. Obviously, it can only I think it can only be taken. Uh, no no, no? Dead? Necromantic Two And vampires Although oh, I don't we... see How that second one Really affects the vampires The ghost thing Would be good for the ghost thing is good for vampires yeah. Yeah. So that's quite cool I just wanted to update Everybody on what The wizard was mm. It could be great To have a zombie rush I don't know Just could just be What you could do Is just take a zombie team Yep And then You get off one Decent spell And everyone has One more movement And you've almost Got a human team For a turn if it, if it, Just for a turn Yeah With thick skull I think that's worth A spot bros <laughs> <laughs> Yes <laughs> <laughs> pull that off we'll talk through the star players that are in there I'm just going to go through the cards yep. and then afterwards we'll have a look at what they used to have using the CRP and see who's who's changed or who's who's gone basically so Frankenstein Flesh Golem 270 move 4 strength 5 edge 1 AV 9 yep. you're going to like this guy break tackle mighty blow stand firm thick skull with regeneration and Yeah. so he is for all intents and purposes an ogre? A fancy, he's a fancy ogre. He is a fancy ogre. So you've got two mummies and a fancy ogre. Wait. He is able to be chosen by humans. Teams. Human, necromantic horror, shambling undead. Oh, that's exciting. Oh, isn't it just? See, I, this guy is like the guy I've been waiting for for humans. Well, Hedge one. So he's he's a mummy. He is a mummy. The other team's can use. But... He's your the only purpose of him is to get back out of a tackle zone and move into another one and make it difficult. That's exactly it. I yeah. would love to have him as part of the roster. <laughs> well, when we go into War Five you can roster star players. It's just he's not available for Camry. Oh dang damn it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's available for humans, which is quite Which cool. is all right. <laughs> yeah, so but you but could have a little human team. Yes. No, that'd be good, would not it? Two seventy. Um <laughs> is probably fair. He's it possibly not- a bit on the pig side isn't he's there? not going to be amazing but he will be good for you he would be good so if you think hey, I mean there's no trait, there's no thick skull, there's no bonehead there's nothing like that that's really true actually that makes a huge difference so you're not having to worry about that so if you do want to move yeah. him you can just move him um, he's, he, he might as well be mighty Zogdo strength five you are paying for the strength five he doesn't have block yeah but like you said he's mobile he's very resilient um, and he will cause a couple of cavities the, the regen on that's quite handy because people will want to target him to get him off. Yeah. Try and but, pop him off. There's a fifty percent chance he's coming back. But if he's you're James, sorry. it's a it's a one in six chance you're gonna fail. <laughs> <laughs> it's about right. about right. But yeah, um I like him a lot. I think he's great. The fact that you can have him as human, harking back to his days he was created yeah, by yeah, it like that is um it just it opens up for more teams. So the next guy we've got is Bryce the Slice Campbell. I've got to love a love of chainsaw. Which is awesome. So he's basically Bruce Campbell, which is amazing. Uh, chainsaw Building Skeleton. Hundred and thirty K, five three, two, eight, chainsaw lone every generation, secret weapon, stand firm, thick skull. So he is your standard chainsaw guy. Hundred and thirty, same as Nobler, so it's slightly less moving. Extra armor for a skeleton. Yeah. Which is quite handy. Uh, stand thir- stand firm is I okay. Stand, so you know, your chainsaw guy for hundred with no skills is alright. Nobler's good. I think nobler has got block. Yes. Which means he's blodged chainsaw, I think. Yes. For 130, which is good. This guy's not quite that good. Max Ripper has extra strength, if I remember rightly. No, I'm not sure. But this guy has more strength than Nobler. So, you know what? That's Shambling and dead and Tomb King. So he is just your, your standard utility yep. of, I'm a little yeah. bit behind. I'll see if I can terrify people with a chainsaw. Yeah. We've got the Third, who is a mummy. I use him regularly. Me ah. too. So he is a necromantic shambling undead, and tomb king, so that'll be why. <laughs> so he's he 360. This guy's huge. Movement 5, strength 6, adj 1, AV9, break tackle, loan, and mighty blow, regeneration, and wrestle. I don't like wrestle. Wrestle for a big guy is not a great move. You would rather have block. He's got mighty blow, so having said that, strength 6, yeah. break tackle, you use him as a blitzer. Sacking the ball. If you go in, get both down. Yeah. You take that, they go down exactly where they are. You, get, you get a power. He's got mighty blows to try and cause the damage. Three sixty, again, no negatrate, apart from Lona. But when you strength six, one assist, three dive lock. On um. a team with four team guardians, you've got five yeah. big guys. That's a, yeah, a guy's a beast. He's he's wonderful in there, and people hate it. Because you can on a three plus yeah. dodge into a three tackle zone. So you're gonna need five mummies for your Henry team. To convert oh, this to be guy. fair, I'm going to be having a um a star player for everyone anyway, so yeah, well, I have to find something. I'm getting there. I'm not to go no, on <laughs> Uh, right, next guy, Ivan the Animal Death Shroud. He is a White at 230, movement six, strength four, edge two, AV eight. So strength four, so he's plus one strength. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Whites have got edge three, haven't they? they In Undead. I believe they do. Yeah, so he's a little bit less, you know. Agile, but strength 4 instead. Uh, block, Disturbing Presence, that's Juggernaut, great. Loner Regeneration, Strip Ball and Tackle. That is a... again, that's a blitzing... That's a Strip Ball uh, stacking type of plan. Yeah, so block is great. Strip Ball is great in... Yeah, Strip Ball is great along with Juggernaut. Because Juggernaut, you can turn the both down into a push and the Strip Ball works on a push. Yes, and so in, you and can't use Fend... That's good. And he's got tackle. So this guy is a great safety. Now, movement six yes. isn't huge. But with two go for it, so you can cover the entire backfield. Yep. Because that gives him seven of a blitz. Pop him in the middle. That's every square covered yep. with a blitz. Um, for 230. Oh, I actually quite like it. I, yeah. I didn't think much of him at first. But looking more at it, because the tackle also negates the, the, the dodge. dodge power, doesn't That's it? That's it. So this guy hates gutter on a He's elves. It's my type of guy. Yeah, strength four will give you two die block on most single breakouts. Mm-hmm. Um, you just need to get him in contact with somebody, even if they're they're covered. Yep. Even if they're supported by one guy, it's a one die block. And Disturbing presence. Yeah, I mean, I know you're a massive fan of disturbing presence, but he's going to be the one that's causing the, the pain. If you're up against a high edge team, yeah, and you you've got one of those three teams, you need him. Two hundred thirty is really good. The the you don't get a lot of guys with tackle as a style. Um, and as an anti-dodge uh, strength 4 with decent movement yeah this guy's cool yeah, I like him I like him a lot uh, Blood Shuka. I've got a model for him already ah fabulous for <laughs> uh, the leak that's good <laughs> yeah uh, so he's 160 so that's quite cheap so that's um, tentacle arm man level. oh Lydgrit yeah your friend again uh, one of the best move 7 strength 3 edge 3 armor 7 so that's standard for a ghoul yep uh, catch, dodge, lona, sure feet, wrestle So this guy's not different He's not special He's just a really well leveled up ghoul. Yeah, he's he's the type of guy you bring on If you want to try and win the game And not necessarily cause a problem He might be good in tournaments For taking a game yeah, he winning be start great in Catch, dodge, sure feet, wrestle So this guy is He's going nine squares Almost without a problem Yeah um, Wrestle is makes him a good safety Catch and dodge makes him a good You're time. only getting down on a pound unless someone's got... That's it. Tackle. Tackle. Now, if you're taking uh, Ivan... Mm. Yeah, see, Ivan is built to destroy this guy. He really is, isn't he? But 160, he's a really good weapon. He's great. He really is good. And vampires can take him. So, Rick, if you're listening, this guy could be great mm. uh, to support your vampires. Yeah, oh, needs definitely support. take a look. I don't think who have we got next? Count Luther von Dragonball. He's, he's the most expensive behind Morgan Thor, isn't he? Is he more Morgan. expensive than Borak? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I think he's quite a beast as well. So uh, he's Vampire at 390 for Horrors, Undead, and Vampire. Yep. Move 6, Strength 5, edge 4, AV 9. Just broken. Um, yeah. With Block, Hypnotic Gaze, Loner, Regeneration, and Sidestep. So Block, Sidestep, Strength 5, Edge 4. Yeah. He's running around everywhere. Sidestep is quite useful. Um, I think he would be great, but I can't see him being amazing for 390. If you think for 40 more, you get Morg. He's handy for your Hypnotic Gaze, because Hypnotic Gaze is based on agility, isn't it? Now it's useful in a Necromantic and an Undead team. To have a bit of hypnotic gaze. And I guess he can fill the role of the big bruiser because you can't take Morgan on dead teams. No. Um, no, I suppose that's his main, yeah. his main point there, isn't it? He's your muscle. I would probably rather take Ramtut. I would take Ramtut. Um, Lord Borak is 300k. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry. So, yeah, I, he could be quite useful, but I think if you want muscle, then you go with Ramtut. 30k less but you get more strength mighty blow wrestle you know tackle but vampire can't take him no so if you are a vampire player then you're stuck with Count Luther oh, I'd be interested to see what he's actually like out there Age 4 make making really great we said this about Ramter with his break tackle know. being that you can get anywhere whenever really if you want Yeah. this guy can do that without break tackle yeah I'm surprised not to see dodge on him though yeah dodge would have been great dodge instead of Sidestep. Would have made this guy a brilliant. brilliant Unless player. they're thinking hypnotic ghost. Yeah, maybe. So, this is a cool one. Uh, Gretchen Wachter, the Buckler. Bubble Widow, Banshee, 280k. <clears throat> 7348, so yep. that's a good snap line. She's a lion elf with our bigger of better armor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Disturbing presence, fair enough, she's a ghost. Dodge, fair enough, she's a ghost. Yep. Foul appearance, fair enough, she's a ghost. <laughs> Jump up, yep. no hands, regeneration. Fair enough. She's a ghost. Yeah. Lona. And then shadowing and sidestep. So we're looking at all the obvious stuff. So she's got dodge, jump up, sidestep, shadowing. Oh, that. So she follows people around and, and can go you can. anywhere. Edge four with dodge. You've got sh- shadowing so they can literally follow up as well. And yeah. when she does get punched, strength three is not too bad. She's got dodge. You've got disturbing presence. You've got foul appearance to get that in there. And sidestep means you can just follow somebody around. Yeah. I like that a lot, although the the picture makes me chuckle, because she's a banshee, so she's a ghost. She's wearing armour. Of well, course she's wearing armour, it's purple. You're not going to get much blood out of that one, are you? Technically, <laughs> technically, she has hands, too, if you if you want to be that way. Yeah, true. <laughs> very true, <laughs> Wouldn't be true. Uh, maybe that was the, the original disturbing Well, this is it. From, this is ghost here you go, here you go, here's, here's a question. If she's real enough to be able to wear pants, why isn't she real enough to be able to pick up a pool? The same reason she doesn't fall through the ground. Physics. (laughs) (laughs) So she's uh, necromantic, undead and vampires. So 280 is quite a lot for that. That's a great marker though, isn't it? It's an incredibly good marker. And if she steals the ball, Edge 4 is is still really good. Yeah. But she can't steal the ball. Dodge. No hands, no she can't. So all she can do is apply pressure. I don't see it very often. I don't see. It. I don't think this player is going to be used very often. No, I don't think she's going to be an obvious choice. Which it's is a going shame, to be completely down to your banshee is such a cool player type. Now I'm going back to the ethereal team. Yeah. And so cool. It's such a cool idea. This one like too expensive. Two hundred eighty. I don't huge. know. You look at it. As for the movement's great, and she's got what one, two, three, four, five. Six 75 seven. skills, yeah. <laughs> she's got seven skills. She's, I think, she's right for the skills that she's got. Yeah, I think that maybe they went too literal with the skills that she possesses. They literally went, That's a banshee skill, that's a banshee skill, that's a banshee skill. Looked through all of them, went, Put them all on one. Yeah, and a t- it together. player, but I don't think it's going to be that tactically useful. I look forward to making one. Yeah, it'd be great. Now, for players that are useful. Throttle snot, the Impaler. When I read this, yeah, I had thoughts about the star player that that guy made for our competition, the Halfling Slash Treatment <laughs> And my first thought was that <laughs> that he'd stab as he was going. He hey, has, yeah, he's got a stab. That's what I mean. He's so great. This guy is hundred k for a Zob uh, a, a Zoblin. Zoblin. <laughs> zoblin is probably fair. Good. Zombie Goblin Pogoer six two three seven. So Goblin. Standard Goblin. Yeah. Dirty player. Yep. dodge, leap, loner, regeneration because he's undead, mm-hmm. secret weapon stab, stunty, so the normal pogola has got leap but doesn't have secret weapon, but I'm okay. assuming this guy has knives on the bottom which well, is called the impaler, which makes a lot of sense so he's got stab, now stab on a goblin I think is great, yeah now the problem with assassins in Dark elves is they're 90k for a subpar lineman that has to stand there and not die in order to make a stab block, yep Alright, not not super. This guy is a star player with dodge, leap, dirty player to make it worse So if the guy does get it down, you can then foul with dirty player the next time. <laughs> and it's for necromantic and undead. It, I I don't think you're going to take him instead of the the chainsaw. But no. this guy's great fun. But he's going to get you into places where the chainsaw won't. Yeah, but he's secret weapon. He so, okay. so he's still going to go now on a goblin team. You go chainsaw pogo. Pogo has got the movement. Chainsaw has got the chainsaw, mm. but the chainsaw goes away. So the pogo is a better choice yeah. in this circumstance. If you've got the extra thirty k, the chainsaw is just is just better because it is now yeah. about plus three. True, but he's only hundred k. Yeah, which is great. It's great fun. Do you know what disappoints me about that though? That the goblins can't have it, given that the humans can have Frankenstein. Frankenstein surely yeah. the goblins can have the zombie goblin pogo but they already get the pogo star player don't they that might be the reason behind that mm. uh, scrap a sawhead yeah so three pogo star players three pogo is on one. A goblin team that, that yeah. would be brilliant to look oh, at that, that would be great of... fun I think you should New just be able to declare, <laughs> declare your goblin team an undead team give them all minus one edge give them all regeneration and access to this guy yeah. and you've got a goblin we just made a team we just made we'll a team <gasps> For the horror. Yeah. Ah. Oh, ha uh-huh. Another conversation. We've got 24 undead teams. Brilliant. <laughs> Next one, we've got Rotten Rick Bupkiss. zombie for 110k. So he's 4328. Pretty normal. Yep. He's dirty player, loner, regeneration, and sneaky git. That's so brilliant. So he is just the I'm playing again. I'm playing up, and I want somebody to come on and foul. Yeah. He's your fouling guy. I'm gonna go two behind the line of scrimmage. That's it put someone down and then send him in. Boom. Take dirty him yeah. out. Could, could be fun using him and the goblin. Yeah. <laughs> Again, he <sighs> would be great as a rostered star player. He would. You could build your team around him. You really could. Because actually, he'd be useful until he's not useful anymore. But he'll never die. <clears throat> I don't think sneaky get is that important. But it's quite good. to is. keep him on. Yeah, I suppose. <clears throat> keep him on 8% of the time more, but a dirty player is the thing you get there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dirty player. So if you were to take a zombie, how much is a zombie? Forty k. Yes. So you bring on a mercenary zombie. That's seventy k. Yep. You then give them dirty player. Yep. Which I don't think you can. Is it general skill dirty player? Yes. Yes, it is. So you can. That would be one hundred and twenty k. As a mercenary, dirty player zombie. Mm. Yes, mercenary. Yeah. Yeah. This guy is ten k cheaper. get sneaky, get on top. And the last one we've got is scroll half height, uh, skeletal dwarf. 190k. Mhm. Six three three eight. So an edge three dwarf. Yep. Okay. That's not the weird bit. Accurate. <laughs> yep. Loner. Nerves of steel. Pass. Regeneration. shorthands, hands. Thick skull. So you can use behind it and by tomb kings. He'd be handy as a runner. He he's, he as would As a be passer. Good. Mind you, you're not gonna pass with them. You're not gonna pass with them. No. But short hands. edge three. Is, is brilliant in an undead team. Yeah. Brilliant for Kemry. Um I mean, two Kings. Um, <laughs> but Nerves of Steel as, as well. This guy's really interesting. I did joke that actually it's like it should be Dwarf Lord James's guy. Yeah, um, yeah. So far from him, got it. Got a Dwarf Runner, made him edge 4, somehow, gave him leap, gave him leap and then he died. <laughs> this could be the guy. So 190k. you got move 6, edge 3, sure hands, player. He's a skeletal dwarf, so armor rate's not bad, really considering. Armor rate's fine. He's got regeneration. He's not secret weapon. I think this guy could be a really useful addition to the team. Yeah, he really could. For a new team. Yeah, he's not horrendously cost. He's not horrendously priced either. I mean, it takes. Well, you're you're at twelve hundred when you're. I don't know, game game four, right? Game four, game five. Yeah. Okay. So you're playing a, a one million team undead. This guy will help you win that first game. Yeah, definitely. You've got the Gauls. I mean, the Gauls are great and everything. So it, if you're playing Undead, he's an extra. That's quite good. Mm-hmm. You're playing kemri this guy will win you those games. On Camry? That's definitely. it. That's it. So you can line your, your mummies up. You can cause casualties. You can blitz with your blitzers. And this guy will just take care of the ball. So yes. you cage. Yeah, you don't get your SVP for the touchdowns, but at that point you're not looking for that you're looking for the wins yeah, you're, you're thinking league as anyway, opposed to that's it yeah yeah. I like him a lot really cool even if he is a dwarf so those are the star players that are listed um, or at least that we've got the cards for mm. um, from the most recent update, which I think is they're, they're a cool bunch so ones we've lost from the CRP uh, Sinbad Hack and Slash has now changed I'm guessing he's now the yeah oh, Jay erlis for? Setec. No. Yeah. So these are completely them? Well, these are from the two, the, the BB16. Yeah. So, the old CRP ones, we will continue using in our local league. Cool. But, they unless they're in the book and they don't come with the cards, which I don't think that's going to happen. No. Officially for BB16, they're yeah. Not. They're gone. So hack and slash is now gone. So hack and slash is now Bryce the Slice. So he's gone up by 10k, hasn't he? Uh, 130. Yeah. Yeah. So he was 120 um, and he's now, you know, their chainsaw one has gone up. You say? That's evidenced by Luke previously as well, isn't it? Yeah. He was 150, Kane's now, Dodge is 160. He had uh, sidestep. Oh, did he? Yeah. He's What's got stand firm. This guy's got stand firm. Stand firm is better than sidestep. Well, is it for a chainsaw? Does the same Depend. thing. Yeah, I mean, it's much of a muchness, isn't Side step's it? steps quite useful because if you get blocked, you then go to a different player. So you get a bit of manoeuvrability, but Stanford means actually he's a pretty good roadblock as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, not the end of the world. Um, not, you know, not a huge amount of difference. So Jay Earless was lona catch, diamond catch, dodge, sprint. So that's now Goral, blood shooter. Yeah. Uh, so that guy was more of a scoring threat. This guy's more of a catcher, wasn't he? Yeah. Okay. catch those short feet wrestle yeah again that's not awful no Count Luther von Drakenborg is the same uh, there was Sindbad who was 80k he was a stabber okay, so that's going to be the goblin guy the going. goblin guy yeah so he's gone up It's it, yeah it's not a, not a terrible bit Setek is gone so but he's been replaced by the white because he was move yeah. 6, strength 4, edge 2. The, the white is now move 6. quite, quite upsetting, is not Well, I don't know. He was block, brick, table... Well, no, i made Sinbad. Oh. <laughs> well, we've got to decide whether we use all the CRP ones and the new ones for Wobble, or just the new ones. All of them, because otherwise we're going to be limited, on them. Good. I like that too. So, that basically covers all the star players and the wizard option out of the Undead expansion. Yep you know, not a massive game changer but enough there to be fun and actually some of it is pretty useful. So the old CRPs, some of the star players you just never used because they weren't great. Some of these guys, again, you might not use the Banshee, great idea. They can't see it being used very often. But some of them are quite interesting. So Mm -hmm. yeah, that sums that up. Um Normally we go into our star player segment, but if we've just spent time talking about ten or plus, you know, star players, it seems like a bit of overkill. It is. But it's a good time to remind people that we're gonna be doing, running the competition. Yep, so painting competition, paint up a Christmas themed Blood Bowl player, coach, cheerleader, wizard. Wizard. Anything blood bowl esque that's Christmas here, babe. Okay. Anything you like. Uh, get it to us, Facebook, Twitter, email, um, same as before so that's the smoke signals well I don't know about that it's not good for the environment is it? <laughs> it's, it's a big thing these days no, it's um, true. and we would love them in by the 30th of yep. December so 30th is the cut off and it can't just be a description this time I want a painted mini yep painted mini <clears throat> probably the best thing to do is put it on the Facebook put it on Facebook and let everybody see it yeah it'd be great uh, we will get together with Ian um, over New Year's and mm-hmm. we'll pop out a post to say congratulations and um, we'll get the pitch out to the winner yep, definitely so goodbye thank you very much for listening and um, hopefully we'll see you again soon yeah. thanks very much guys and remember two heads aren't always better than one